And today on The Deacon and the Doctor, we talk about the new speaker. Yes. The unfortunate gun violence that occurred in Maine. Mass shooting in Maine, terrible. Uh, Climate change being real. Yes. And what exactly are the top 10 pop songs? And we also talk about Magic Johnson becoming a billionaire with a B. Welcome to the Deacon and the Doctor. I'm Deacon Bill. And I'm Dr. Rhonda. And this is a podcast where we are going to talk about real events like we're sitting at the kitchen table at home. We are sitting at the kitchen table, folks. So pull up a chair and come and join us and welcome to the Deacon and the Doctor. Hello, Deacon Bill. Hey, Dr. Rhonda. It is showtime again. Where are we starting off this week? We got a busy show today. We do? Yeah. Only if I let you talk about what you want to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) So, we have a Speaker of the House. There is finally, after a number of failed attempts, there is finally a Speaker of the House. And he is another far-right individual. I think that had... I, I feel like the legislature had... Legislative fatigue, voter fatigue. They're at, tired of voting on the topic. At and some point, those in the middle were just tired of. And I don't want to. I don't want right. to keep saying no. We need. We need to have a govern government that yeah. can run. So, Mike Johnson, fifty-one years old. My age, from You're Louisiana. Louisiana. And a strong Christian. Strong Christian. I think that he was not well known, mm-hmm. and his not being well known allowed him that can help you right to fall in to the speakership um that being said, you know of course, the news media dives in, yes, on folks when they're in the spotlight, so I read an article this morning that talked about his some of the comments he made after George. George Floyd's um, murder. Okay. And he talked about, he speaks of having a black son and a, that quote unquote adopted. No mm. paperwork to show that he's been adopted or whatnot. But, um, and it, it's, it's just interesting. He parallels his, so he has, he has a biological son that is um, obviously white like he is. Yeah. And, I guess at around 14 years of age, he took in, okay. he, he yeah. and his wife took in the um, kid and kind of helped, helped raise him. Sounds good. Never quite adopted him, but like he uses this child that comes from a terrible background, blah, 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 blah. He kind of equates it to, you know, the blind side movie of how that family supposedly took in um, Michael Orr. Michael yeah. Orr. So, um, he's getting a lot of flack about his stance on some issues. Sure. As as the father of a black man. Okay. That he, his, his words and, you know, his saying, oh, well, you know, if you work hard, you can, you can do whatever you want to do. And not talking about the systemic issues in this country. 
Right. In his position, he may have been able to give this young man some advantages that the young man wouldn't have had otherwise. And I mean, and he does acknowledge the fact that, yeah, his son and his, his biological son versus his adopted son, you know, as a black man, he's not going to have the same lot and same things in life, potentially, that yeah. advantages that his son, biological son, would have. But... I think that it's it's interesting that 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 all comes to the forefront, you know, and you kind of see like a little bit more into said person's life. Sure. Um, yeah, and I I've always been less to involve someone's personal or family into what their profession, like you know, like professionally, what have you done in Congress, right? He's so he's typically supported some of the far right issues. He supported the. Uh, overturning of the election results. Right, which I... Which, again, I would... I, I have a huge I would point to him and say, with, you were elected in the same election that... Right, so... You know, you're that give you're up. trying to overturn. So, um, just be careful with what you ask for. Um, but his... But this... His stake, I'll say this, his, his take on it at least had a little bit more... I don't know if logic's the right word. But basically what he was saying is that several states changed their election laws right before the election. Now they did it because of the COVID pandemic and the desire not to have people come and congregate together. And that was, he said that those were unlawful. He said, you know, basically there's no precedent for states to just right before an election change their election laws. But But it's up to the state. Not to, denying that. I'm to, just saying, like, at that. least that argument had a little bit more than just All Trump right. won because I like Trump. Right. Which is what I hear from most people. Yeah. No, I mean... Yeah, in, in, you know, and I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. I'm like, oh, well, he, he obviously won. And I'm like... But he did. Give me a fact. Because, and they can't. Right. <laughs> right? I'm just like, so, so, just looking for one here. You know, this person... This, this new speaker, Mike Johnson, is the third in line for the presidency. Yeah. And you you voted to overturn election results. Kind of gives me pause. I, I could probably put up one or two questioning votes from President Biden when he was a senator. And I'm sure I could sure. do the same thing for Vice President Harris when she was a senator. That I, but I completely the, disagree with. The fundamental <laughs> so. thing in the in the in this is you voted to overturn something an, ele- an election that you were elected in as well. Right. Yes. That's my problem I, with that. I, I don't agree with him. I'm simply stating that I think if we pull the thread on on many of our yeah, all the most politicians, yeah. I'm sure you pull the thread, you pull the curtain back, and a lot of things will reveal themselves. And you're just like. Um, hmm. It's yeah. not great. So, um, what do you think about this ma- the mass shooting that happened that in horrible. Maine? Yeah. Like, now, I think what's most um, horrible is the fact that he, it was known that he, he potentially, so, he had made some threats. It, so, yeah, he like, made threats. A sheriff, the the sheriff office did try to send out warning. There was a attempted visit at his house. They did two visits However, to his house. they never visited with him, and there was extensive conversation with the family about making sure that he didn't have weapons. But is it up to 
a family member to de-arm someone that is mentally unstable when yeah. you are the the quote the law, right? According to the sheriff, they couldn't find him. So uh, I can't find you, but I hear somebody in your house. They so put it, out an all points bulletin. At, on some, at what point do you say, "Hey, um, I hear I hear something moving in this house. No one's answering, but I don't want to put myself in harm's way by attempting to break into said place, right? So, well, if you don't have a warrant, you can't break in. You'd have I, to get a I, warrant. I know you can't, yeah. but I'm saying like, so at what point do you say, "Oh, we're gonna get a warrant and potentially"? This guy that is unstable, who proved himself to be... Yeah, I'm, I'm not trying to defend the police officers here, but no. I will just say that they really didn't have grounds for a warrant. No crime had been committed. I understand no, no crime has been committed. And, and on a health and welfare check, you're not going to go off and get, hey, we need to make put visual eyes on this person. But at no point did they see him. So if I'm caught, like, what is the... If if I call somebody to do a health and welfare check, shouldn't they at least put some eyes on the person? Potentially, yes. If they believe that the person has passed away, then well, that would give them probable cause to walk in. The other issue, though, is if they felt that they were in danger in going into the house, then potentially they would not go. Yeah, so... In other words, they were called out because the individual has made concerning statements and the individual may have had access to weapons. The other thing that the sheriff's department has stated that I, I, I don't know, that, you know how accurate it is, is that the brother, when the sheriff's deputies couldn't find the guy who ended up being the shooter, they called his brother and the brother was like, no, I understand. We, we don't know where he is either, but I'll make sure that he doesn't have access to the weapons. Right. So they thought. But you, you can't, you can't, the, again, at what point is that family member uh, liable when you know, hey, and there was an instance, one of the council people from Lewiston, so like had like a, has a gun shop. And he tried to buy a silencer, and he, and was, he was denied. He was denied the silencer because he did indicate that he had had some mental issues or whatever needed to be checked on that federal and, form and for the other you to say no. Thing right is that it's only because he checked a block that he was denied. Right, if he had not lied. Right, and so that's that's where right. That's the only. There's reason. no. To me, there needs to be some sort of hey. It's, it's a database. So if I ping put Bill Scott in this database, you would have to and, open up someone's medical records. So you got the HIPAA, HIPAA the, issues, right. right? But all I'm doing, I don't need to see your medical records. All I need to do is say, Bill Scott, yes, yes or no. Yes or no. If I get a yes, I don't know what you did, what you said, what the problem is. I don't know what your medical issue is, but I see that no. I should not sell you anything. Yep. That's what we need to make sure that people that are potentially unstable, that potentially... You know who doesn't agree with you is Representative Johnson from Louisiana, among us. There are plenty of people that don't don't agree with me, but I, I know that some people in Maine have switched their, their positions on... Makes sense. Hey, yep. I no longer feel this way and people that had voted against like some of the gun 
yep. controls have have sit, done their about face and they're cha- they're shifting their views on it because eighteen people are dead, thirteen people are wounded, right. and in the hospital. Yeah, and no, it, I, I so, agree, and and I think too, um, and I don't mean to make light of any of these things, but um, but I will just say in fairness. At some point, getting back to your statement about the family, we as individuals have to take responsibility for ourselves and stop relying on the police or systems. And what I mean by that is he went to a family member's house and got the weapons that he used to shoot people. He had bought some. He had bought those. He had bought weapons legally, too, though. So my understanding is that the weapons were the father's. That were at the brother's he got, house. He got some weapons from the father, but he, the he also house. bought some things legally. Yeah. In the eight, like eight months out from from yeah. the unfortunate day, right. he had bought all of these things prior to that. And I mean, if the you know he was a reservist, and the army folks, he he did something at a training at West Point, yep. and he was. Um, involuntarily committed from what based on what i've read so at some you know what's going on so like and and there should and he had retired from the reserves there should be a confiscation of weapons at that point as well and that's the one that's really hard if but i can't there are weapons registered in his name right i can't i I should accompany but how do how do we track that right so that's that's the problem with our gun system agreed but i mean hey you you if you want guns buy your guns but like don't uh you know when it's 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 sad it's another sad instance of a mass shooting that didn't have to happen because i mean it's right it seems to me that this at some point it becomes trivial to say right we pray for the repose of the souls of those killed we pray for the consolation of their families and for healing for those who are injured. And, and at some point, family members, you know, look at me and say, and, and so what, right? Um, you know, and it, I mean, in scripture, right, we read in, in the letter of James where he talks about, yeah, your brother needs a coat. And you say, hey, I'm going to pray for you that you get a coat. Have you really helped him out, right? So in this no. case, are we, we really helping people out by praying thing. for them? We keep, we keep, but we're not, we can pray, right? But we're not doing, and like, and they, they talked another article that was talking about this in the mass shooting also talked about Uvalde and how they're now rebuilding, yeah. a, they're building a new school, you know, in the aftermath of that shoot, shooting. Yeah, you can't have the kids go back you know, to that building. So right? it's just like, you know, what, at what point are we going to do something about it? But it's, you know, Every few weeks, we seem to be talking about it. Amen. It's not. It's not something that we we haven't. So let's talk about something a little bit lighter. Um, Billboard top. Oh, you went way lighter. Yes. All right. I thought you were going top, somewhere else. Okay. Top one hundred pop songs. All right. Um. Oh no. Well, it's the best five hundred. The popular pop pop songs. Okay. Of all time. All right. So we're just going to talk about the top ten. Right. We don't need to worry about all hundred. So. I would have to think the Beatles are on there. The Beatles were number 10 on the list. Okay. I'd have to think Michael Jackson's on there. Michael Jackson. Would you think he would be in the top five? Mm, I don't think top five because I can't think of 
one, like what's his most popular song? I don't know if they rank, like he has more depth. Like if you go like top 100, right. he's probably got more than, than the rest, right? I, but I don't know that he has one where you put your finger on and you're like... That's it? That's it. Okay. So you know? he came in at number seven. Okay. With uh, Billie Jean. Okay. So... Not his best song, but... Who who else do you think might be on this list? Uh, I probably think Madonna's got one on Madonna's there. Madonna's at six. She yeah. didn't make the top five either. Yeah. I mean, the material girl was like... Like all the, those pop hits. Right. Didn't, didn't... And then some of the newer stars. Like, I think Beyonce has probably made the list. Beyonce was not in the top ten. But not Beyonce, not on the list. Okay, what about but, Taylor I mean, Swift? Is she pop? Taylor Swift was not in the top ten. Well, she's definitely pop. Remember, Britney Spears. Like, all I'm time, just trying to think of like, all time. Right. I'm just trying to think of some of the so later acts. Okay. Britney Spears in there? No, Britney. No, no Britney Spears. So okay. let me just go ahead out on and, and tell you. All right. Okay. Eagles, maybe let's go older. Like Eagles no, on there. Not, they weren't in the top ten. Fleetwood Mac. Nope. Mm. Uh, who else? Well, let me ask you this. Would you think Dr. Dre Oh, okay. would be in the top 10? I would not. Well, obviously, I didn't just name him off. I mean, I would think he'd be like an R&B or rap, but not, but not pop. pop. Yeah. So. But good for Dr. Tupac Dre. and Dr. Dre. California Love. California yeah, Love. Yeah, it's a good song. I could see where that, that trans- translates in the different genre. Yeah. You do? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, they were number nine. Okay. I was like, isn't that a rap song? But it was popular, is, right? Isn't so, it a rap song? Like, we're talking pop category, not popular songs. But I think pop can be anything that's, that's mainstream, right? So I think California Love is a mainstream song. So it becomes, it falls into that pop yeah. genre. Like Eminem. Even though it's a rap right? song. Eminem was a rapper. Yes. But he was on all the pop charts. Like Rihanna is an okay. R&B singer, but she's so popular that she, you know. All right. So let's get back to our right. top three. All right. Temptations. Nice. Okay. They were in, in ABBA. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought of them. Okay. The person that you didn't name. That's a group. but yeah. Who was the... I'm not talking <laughs> about ABBA. I'm talking about the number one person now that oh. you did not name. Aretha. No. No? No. Uh, Who's the queen of pop? The queen of pop? Yeah. Whitney Houston? Yes. Okay, I should have said Whitney. She's the queen of pop. So. Or Mariah Carey, was she in Mariah there? Mariah Carey didn't no. make the top ten. So Whitney Houston, number one with... Uh, I forgot. I'm trying to think of what her number one would be. I want to dance with somebody? That's it. Yeah. Good for Whitney. Yeah. So, Pray for the repose of her soul as well. So yeah, taking so, far too young. That was that was uh, that weird. I'm like California Love should not be on this list, but there are a lot of people that I thought should have been in that top ten that weren't in the top ten, and it's all time. So you got a lot of artists to yeah. choose from. Um, I know, like Aretha Franklin's "Respect" is a song that I usually see at the top of those lists as pop. And that's what I'm well, saying. Like, just, when you talk about like lists, most popular you know, songs, R and B songs versus pop songs versus you know you have so many genres to fit yeah. certain people into, supposedly. 
and clearly uh, yeah. California love fits in into that genre. Well, good for Dr. Dre. Make that money. Uh, I mean, like, I don't think he's getting any more money because he's on that 500 pop song. Yeah, because when you list. see that on there, right? Like, you're like, oh, let me go back and listen to that song. Oh, that makes him a few. Oh, okay. Every time you hit play on that Apple playlist Very or Spotify well. playlist, whatever you've got. Yes, I guess so. Thinking well, in the Doctor available they, on both podcast they, sources. Um, actually, because I remember Anita Baker, Baker talking about not playing her songs on um, like Apple Music because they get so few, they get pennies on the dollar right for these for the plays because of the way that that's that things are structured so Mm. i don't know how much people make off of that but it would be i I don't even want to look it up i'm not even gonna (laughs) pretend so another unfortunate event we had uh hurricane otis make landfall out in right so climate change is real bill yeah Here's why climate change is real. And here's what's happening that no one talks about outside of meteorologists probably. But rapid intensification from a Category 1 storm to a Category 5 with wind speeds over 165 miles per Mm. hour in less than a day. Yeah. So typically forecast models have time and they they can forecast out. But when you have storms like this, where you had high intensification, and we are in um, an abnormal year, being an El Nino year. So you have some different things happening with, with the atmosphere that, that causes um, rapid intensification of these storms, or this particular storm that caught people off guard. Yeah, it just seems like anybody who lives near water is is in danger now in a way they haven't been in. In years, right? I think that the the date, I mean, we just have an an increase in some of the natural phenomena that that are that are happening, um, man with man made influence in a large case, large amount of cases. I think we are the culprits behind what's happening, and we seem not to care about you know doing anything about it. So, a car manufacturers and driving electric cars and reducing our carbon footprints would be one way that we could work on that. But, you know. Well, I've heard it's the cows. We have too many cows releasing well, too much the, methane. The farm, I've the heard all farm, kinds of different Farm ways. methods play into yeah. it as well. Far, farming methods, whether it's agriculture or, um, you know, livestock, yeah. play a role. Um, that small time farm subsistence farming is a thing of the past. Right. Um, but if, I mean, we eat too much meat, but go to your farmer's markets, ladies and gentlemen, going to those local farmers, going to the farmers, support local, locally produced meats as well as vegetables. It's a great idea where we need to, what we need to do. So, you know. If you if you have someone that has a small scale farm, small farmer, livestock farmer, go to them. You know, buy buy a cat, have, buy cows or pigs or whatever with your neighbors and share it. Yep. You know, split the costs and have a freezer full of uh, food. I can't eat 
any of that that I just named. No, but you're allergic okay. to everything. We know. It's it's okay. It's 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 uh late in life allergies. Um so what else is going on? Catholic Church just had a big event just wrapped up at the end of October, uh International Synod. Yes, yeah, so, so that's like the talk that that's had by who? So Cardinals? in most cases, right, the Pope will call together a college of cardinals okay. and they will discuss matters of the church and make decisions that they think are appropriate. But this time around, Pope Francis decided to invite priests, bishops, and for the first time in hundreds of years, laity. Okay. And they came together and they met in small groups, discussed different topics, then brought those topics back to the larger synod. And they published a a rather large document, as you would expect, kind of summarizing a month's worth of so they were meet, they met for a month, roughly or? not quite a full month, but over twenty days. Oh, so all these people were in Rome for twenty days, yeah. meeting and doing this, and for the first time, women were allowed to vote, cast so, votes. First time laity, right? So women included, right? Women. But uh, religious women, primary like were there as well. Yeah, so Whereas religious men and women were part the, of this. In the past, there the religious was limited to just men. Well, it was limited to just like Cardinal. bishops and cardinals. So yeah, men. Right. So we, you know, Catholic churches has made a stride for all the strikes against her. Now, what this has done is created, as you would imagine, anytime something this. It's new. Radical it's a change comes up. So somebody doesn't agree with it. Right. Conservative Catholics are very upset um, because the church is very steeped in, you know, this notion that the Pope and the Cardinals are the decision makers, and so like some of the comments are like, "Oh, that's a big surprise. You let laity make, you know, voting in the process, and they vote that the laity should have more of a voice in the church." But right. so, at what point? And I get, I get that conservative view. But I also say, at what point is the Catholic Church going to kind of take a step forward with some of the limitations? For I don't know. This probably that might not be a good word, but the limitations that are placed on it by the fact that you you're telling me that, and I mean they've proven that some of the decisions that they make aren't the best decisions. Sure. You got, you know, that when you get patri- a bunch of like-minded people pa- together, you're going to make some similar decisions similar and decisions. not necessarily the best decisions for the good of all the church. And if the community make up the church at some point, the Catholic church is going to have to reconcile with, with that. And, and that's my, what I offer back opinion. to people. I, 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 what is the church? The church are the people. Right. If if we are the church, which is what I believe, right, and this is how the church was created, um, we do have an apostolic leadership. So, and that's that's fine. It doesn't mean that, I mean, we read the, the scripture, the followers had a voice, The leader should be open and engaged with the people right. that are, are the community. You can't be a closed off individual saying, and that's where I think... Uh, Pope Francis has it right. I make we collectively cardinals, you know, yeah, and and the cardinals and I make decisions, but 
there's nothing to say that we can't listen and shouldn't listen to what people that make up the church have to say and weigh our decisions based on feedback from the people. Because, you know, I, that's, I mean, but that's, that's my two cents on that. Well, let us see. We will continue to pray and continue to allow the Holy Spirit to guide our church always forward. And so we talked a little bit about Mike Johnson in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I want to talk a little bit about a Johnson that I'm more interested in talking about. Who's that? Irvin Magic Johnson. How did I know you'd be throwing some sports out? Not sports related, but Magic. Sports figure. This week became the fourth athlete to become a billionaire. That's billionaire with a B, ladies and gentlemen. All right, Magic. And the other three athletes, of course, who are billionaires are? Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Because everybody wearing his shoes. Right. He was the first. Second athlete to become a billionaire, who also has his own line with Nike is? Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods. Yes. He ain't stroking no golf balls, but he's... uh, Making lots of money. Making the money still. Still making money. Yeah. And the third athlete... Oh, who's the third athlete? You like watching LeBron. him on the barber shop, right? LeBron the shop. James. Yes. So uh, now, Tiger, LeBron, and Magic are all at that one billion, just over a billion dollar market. Michael Jordan is on the Forbes top four hundred list of like everybody. Right. But I mean, Michael at over three billion. Yeah, but he's had his. He's he's built his empire. His, he he had his empire, and his empire is kind of transcended into other athletes, and that now they're wearing his shoes. Right. You know, so like he's he's done that. Like Magic Johnson, has, I think he he had a diversified portfolio, and kind of has taken some falls in on some projects, and kind of bounced back in other ways. Yep. So he doesn't have a shoe, you know line deal like he didn't he so didn't sign his, that deal with his Nike, is no. a more diversified yeah. methodology like lebron like where's lebron's money tied primarily into in that shoe the shoe side of things from as nike well. he's got the he's shoe got a deal. huge nike right. endorsement so you know nike's funding three the, out of the four of them and the difference with lebron is he has a much larger percentage of his revenue from his nba earnings where like Especially Magic. I mean, and, yeah. players just weren't making that kind of right. money. Yeah, you know, Magic made. Well, you could take years when LeBron has made more than Magic made in his career. Right. Yeah. You know? I mean, there's more money out there. Right. Bigger revenue, right. bigger share of the puzzle. And then your fellow um, Marine, Dusty Baker. Dusty Baker retired. Retired. From- so. He said, he said, don't count them out yet, but it's time to, uh, to, to move into something else. So, um, Dusty Baker, long revered throughout the entire baseball community, obviously was here in Washington for a number of years. Yes. Great respect for Dusty and, uh, fair winds and following seas to whatever he decides to do next. Amen. Well, we're out of time. So we'll cover those other topics on another day. And everybody enjoy a very happy All Saints Day this week. 
and uh, we'll pray for the repose of the souls of those who have gone before us on All Souls Day this week. So a couple of big Catholic moments Amen. to celebrate. Thank you for listening to The Deacon and the Doctor. Remember, these are our thoughts, words, and, uh, and sometimes when I have to reach over and touch Bill, actions. Just our views, not the views of the Catholic Church or any church within the Catholic Church. Not any opinions that are educationally relevant except mine. No institution of higher learning or public institution of learning. But what we would love to learn is what you think about the show. So do check us out. We're on Facebook, Deacon and the Doctor, Instagram. Follow us. Please, and give us a like and a listen. Thank you. Welcome to the Deacon and the Doctor. Quick disclaimer here. The views that we express on this show... Our views, people, our views. ...are just ours. They don't represent the views of the Catholic Church or any church within the Catholic Church or any or other church. Or any educational institution... It is the doctor's views or my views, and that's it. Yes, but we're also sure. looking to learn more about what you think on the show. So please share with us. You can reach us on Twitter uh, or Instagram or any of those other social media Facebook. ways that you reach people. Uh, but we'd love to hear your thoughts on topics uh, or anything else you'd like us to uh, to do on this show. Because the deacon and the doctor should be inclusive for everybody. So thanks for joining us.